hey, golfers, what's up? And I say golfers because I checked. I don't check the analytics very often, but there's about 8 to 10% of women watching the show, listening to the show. So huge show today. Um, I'll do my best to include the ladies in everything I do. Obviously, you guys are a huge portion of the golfing community. Um, if you don't, if you're not happy, your husbands aren't happy. So it's one of those where we got we to gotta make sure everybody's happy and everybody's playing golf. Um, huge show today. I got some buddies going to come on. We're going to talk some wedges. We got Mike Young from Worcester Country Club and Andre Tippett, former Patriots in honor of Patriots Day tomorrow, NFL Hall of Famer class of 2018. I mean, I actually, sorry, 2008. We're going to talk some wedge fitting today. We're going to double down on what I was talking about at the Masters last week in terms of grinds and bounce. Um, both of these guys have fit, been fit by me several times, and they both came to me with very similar specs. They both left with different specs. So let's welcome them on board. What's up, guys? How we doing? What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, Joe? Good to see Good you. Good to man. see you guys. Uh, Mike, I know you said you played today. Tip, I don't think you did. Mike, uh, before the show, we won't get into it. Mike didn't seem too happy with his round today, so we're uh, we're gonna give him the early season blues and not not beat him up too much. Um, guys, first and foremost, Appreciate one of the things that drives me nuts as a club fitter is guys not knowing what they're playing. So I'm putting you on the spot. I've told everybody the only way I'll give you a hard time is if the answer to this question is I don't know. Now, Mike, you played today. Tip, you had your car, your clubs out of the car like a little eager, ready to play a five o'clock game at noontime. So we'll start with you. What do you got in the bag, Tip? What are you playing? Oh man, um, I still got my old T two hundreds, dynamic gold. Stiff 300 uh, shafts. Um, I got the uh, Vokey wedges, uh, 50, 54, 58. I got the uh, TSI three wood, TSI hybrid. I went against the grain a little bit last year and I went with a Callaway. Uh, I got the Rogue uh, ST Max D uh, driver. And uh, and I and I and I went with a new Scotty Cameron. I, I went with the old Phantom X, not the old one, but the new Phantom X5 uh, putter. I, I had had the uh, the old prototype uh, putter for a long time, and I wanted to try something different, so I uh, I put it in the bag, and I love it. Nice, sounds good. I knew you had made the change to the driver. I know that's I remembered that, so I was. I was wondering if you knew everything else. If you remember correctly, when you came to me the first time, I was a little surprised at how long your clubs were. You know, plus an inch, you know, um, it seemed a little aggressive. But obviously, after watching yeah. you and playing golf with you enough, I get it. You know, having shoulders as wide as yours are, you know, you need longer arms to get to the club, you know, to get to the ball. We're all trying to get the club face at the bottom to be in the same spot. You know, um, Mike, same thing. Mike, um you came as an inch. One last thing on tips clubs. I got to restamp those wedges. They came out bad. I, I didn't like the way we were trying to come out with something creative. And uh, we were doing talking footballs and helmets. And we should have started with that and then did the words around it. And we got to get, we got to get that redone. Um, I wanted to bring these two on together. 
I wanted to bring these two on together because they're similar. Their specs were very similar when they came to me, and now they're not. They're not even close. So, Mike, what do we got? What do we got in the bag? Well, first of all, though, you brought us on together because Tip introduced me to you, and we all became common friends. In fact, yeah, so, I got. I honestly, I had that written down, and I, I'm trying to find my setup. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> out of my element, out of the car. Right, I'm a little fish out of water right now. Yeah. All good, man. I, I'm here to help you. You know that, John. I'm always here to help you. But like, you know, there's the 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 three of us. People are like, who the hell is this guy, Mike, with with the, with the Hall of Fame? Yeah, tips my tips my boy, John's my boy, and we're we're golf buddies, you know. So that's actually how um, I wanted to no, start. No, so what I got <laughs> talking about that, we probably play, yeah, it's all we probably play more golf together than anybody else. I mean, I, I mean, even if we're not together. Between the grounds that me and Tip play, me and Mike play, Mike and Tip play, we probably, you know, you guys are probably my most common golf buddy. So fitting you guys is easy. I see it all day, every day. I know what to tell you when to change, when not to change. Speaking of that, changing, nice hoodie there, Mike. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, I got to represent. I got it. I got it. I got it right, right, right on hand. Um, yeah. So, Tip, I'm really impressed by. Uh, by your recollection of all your specs, you might you might you might show me up here though. Um, so top top of the bag um, going down, John. I got um, I, I did a little bit of uh, what Tip did with the driver recently. <clears throat> I was practicing up at my um, at my teacher's place, uh, Big Sticks up in Burlington. Terry Felty is my teacher, and uh, he's got an indoor setup. We I do launch monitor. We don't work over the winter, and uh, I was hitting my. Um, my title is driver and there was a tailor-made rep in there and he said hey you ever hit the stealth too and i was like no not not yet not really and he said well you interested and i was like uh i guess like i'll give it a shot and ball speed up like five miles per hour right like one one swing after the next so um he sold me i wasn't in the market for driver but um i got the stealth two plus um just got that i went with the custom colors all black nice. Um, the Tensei, uh, AV white X, um, got that in today. So, um, love it so far. Um, and then sticking with an old, uh, three wood that you fit me for the TS two. So that's, uh, still in the bag, um, with the even flow, um, 60 X. And then I got an old HD two, two wood, 18 degree hybrid with a, uh, a shaft I got out of the Champions Tour uh, Adams uh, club fitting van when I was tournament manager at the Bank of America Championship. I hooked <laughs> boys up with with cables nice in their van, there. and they hooked me up with the, with the, yeah, yeah. So I got that, and then I got new uh, new irons. So I got new irons, new drivers. So I got the T100S with the ProModus uh, 120X plus a half inch, and loved those things, man. Got the launch angle down, um, loving them so far. And then uh, wedges, like we were talking about, I got a, I actually got a Vokey 46 degree uh, pitching wedge. Um, so I've been playing that one. And then I got a 50, 54 degree old SM7 that you put me in. And I, I love them. So I'm still in those. And uh, just reordered the uh, SM9 58 degree uh, black. So mostly Titleist. And then I got the even roll um, EV5, um, similar to Tips Phantom. Butter, yeah. Head shape got the. If I remember correctly, D grind right on the the fifty eight degree. Yep. Yeah, that was. Yep, high bounce. 
That was one of the things that we worked on when Mike first started talking to me about wanting wedge fittings. We started talking about bunker play, and he was struggling a little bit out of the bunker, so I told him, let's try a little bit more bounce. You know, um, Andre, on the other hand, he struggles more with the three-quarter shots a little bit. So same thing. We put him in the K grind, um, but we put him in some other grinds where around the greens, when when he's not comfortable with that 60 or 58, we can put him in his 54, or I know – he is the king. Anybody that's ever played with him from off the green with the putter, watch out. He's deadly. So it's uh... – <laughs> Tip was flashing the wedges, though, yesterday at, at Pine Hills. Though. Awesome. Yeah. So are you still a member there, Tip? Or do you guys just go out once in a while? Or Yeah. Still yeah, remember nice. Still over there. I, um, I, I, that's a place that we've played a lot of golf there. I love that place. And, again, that's one of those yes, places. Yes, we have. That, ton of shots around the greens you know um you better have your wedges fit you know um bounce different shots they got some runoff areas with some tight lies they've got some deep rough they've got some deep bunkers you know that's the tough part about not being a tour player fitting wedges right most of the time you see these guys with um multiple wedges these tour players we got to figure out new england you know what are you playing and what are your conditions um Tip, tell me about your conditions, your golf courses. What are you looking for when you look down at a wedge? What makes you comfortable? What makes you uncomfortable? Is there anything specific or? You know, I I think now, you know, the different bounces. I mean, it really is, you know, you used to hear that, you know, like, you know what does all that mean? But I, I think once I, I see that number on that club, and, you know, you've worked with me, you know, some chipping coming out of the sand. And I know when I'm, you know, different yardages that I'm really comfortable and I can hit that certain shot. And uh, I, I think I've learned, I'm starting to learn to trust, trust the wedges now. Yeah. And not so much as just four shots because I've seen it happen. You know, I got the, I've seen the shots. I, I, I you know, I, I know them. And it's just that that consistency, and that's you know a whole nother. I think that's a whole nother show. Yeah, that's. But um, it is, and it's true. But I'm 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 feeling good. I'm feeling good. I know what I want to do if I'm you know bunker near the green. I know that without shadow of a doubt, I'm a hundred percent. I can take that fifty-eight and go into the sand, and and you know just stick to the mechanics of what I need to do. And I'm a nil. Yeah, that's and the bounce. That's using the bounce as your friend. Yep. Yep. So, yep. so um, but no, it's it's just you know maintaining that confidence, man. It's it's funny you say that, and I, and I don't mean again. You start doing these podcasts and you start talking about guests that you're going to have and guys that you fit in the past. And Ryan Whitney was a perfect example. He came to me. Um, he wanted to add a little bit of bounce. We added a little bit of bounce. We switched him from the M grind to the, the D grind. What he didn't like and what he didn't feel comfortable with is the change that we made with you, Mike, that you transitioned easily from a 60 to a 58. You know, um, Vokey doesn't recommend amateurs playing 60. You get that thing looks like a spatula sometimes, you know. Some, now they get the 64s <laughs> and the 62s. Um the better players, as you start to get to be able to open and manipulate the face, and I think that's what Mike found was the 58 in the 60 
isn't really much difference, right? Would you agree, Mike? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you can make it a 60 real quick. Yeah, so we, one of the things that we did, and again, I don't mean to bash indoor fitting facilities and things like that, but one of the things that we were able to do at Harmon was go outside with the wedge. All right, we figured out your numbers. We figured out your yardages. Now let's go hit some shots off some grass, off some hard, you know, some right. thick grass, off some tight lies, you know, like Tip was saying, it's all about confidence, right? If, if you're not comfortable off a tight lie with that wedge, well, then it's probably not the right wedge for you. You know, that's where these guys get into it at Augusta. I mean, I, I know somebody in this group, Mike, has been fortunate enough to play, you know, Augusta. So he, know, he knows what it's like around, you know, like hitting those little wedges around the greens. Yeah. Mike, don't sell yourself short. I know Mike was a uh, was a basketball player. Again, both of these guys are tall and long. Uh, Mike's father yesterday was honored, right? The Hall of Fame, right? The Fairfield. Yes, yeah, he's college. He's college Hall of Fame. So he's in a yeah, Fairfield U. He's in as an individual uh, and now his team. And uh, I walked on there, uh, played a couple years. I'm uh, about sixteen hundred and thirty points short. <laughs> Of his uh, of his career scoring uh, <laughs> with my three NCAA career points, but I got him Division One three points. Nice, hey, D one athlete, right? You know, you played. That's it. Like, I mean, again, we we, we joke about it. We were talking about um, who I'm having on and things like that. And I was talking to Liam Friedman. He's one of the better teachers in the state. He teaches at Wollaston. He's a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. So I think we're gonna do it mm. from the tailgate at the game when they play in New England. So it's kind of, you know, you see all these different situations and all the, you know, at the end of the day, we're all golfers. You know, he was talking about, oh, you're going to have a tip on, your buddies with him, you play a lot of golf. And I'm like, yeah, but we never talk football, right? We're golfers. We talk golf. That, you know, I think, I think there's only been two times where tips talk football. It was one night after we played golf at a, at a nice club. And then one night we're at dinner with Clancy and all those guys. They thought – they thought I was going to get fired for calling him, inviting him. But it was like, I pull out the phone. I'm like, we're at dinner. We're going to invite Tip tonight. And then John, John's face almost dropped. It was kind of funny. So for those of you that don't know, me and Tip go back. Uh, he was a member at one of the clubs that I work at back in like 2011 or 12. And then we met Mike through Tip. And now we play a ton of golf together. But again, it's it's we're all the same guy, right? I mean, we all joke, we all bust chops and we all have stories and I'm sure you guys will come on again and we'll get you guys on again to chat. Um, I'm just starting to get comfortable and you, we got to get you guys talking a little more. <laughs> well, you got to let your guy at Wallace know that I'm really tight with all the Buffalo Bill guys. Uh, me and Thurman, we probably text like every other day. Uh, whenever we're back in Canton, me, Thurman, Bruce Smith and uh, John Randall, we all put together a foursome to go play golf for the week. So um, I've been tight with the Buffalo Bills boys for a long, long, long time. Awesome. That's, that's the cool stuff that you get to hear about, like the behind the scenes, like after football. You know, one of the reasons why I never talked football to Tip is because one of the first days that I caddied for him, we were at the CVS Charity Classic. And one of the guys in his pro-am was like, do you miss it? And Tip didn't even snap, didn't even miss a beat and was like, nope, I'm a golfer now. So it's, you know, but I told him ahead of time that I was going to ask him one question. I don't know if he's thought about it. I don't know if there is a guy, but I wanted to know, obviously, Judon made a run at your single season record this year with the sacks. Was there a guy that you sacked him 
whether it was earlier in your career and he was a hero or it was late in your career and he was a stud that you got back to the line of screen. I mean, you got back to the bench and you were like, I got him, you know, like I'm <laughs> that hit Brady, you know, I got him. It's, is there one Yeah. or is there so many? I would probably say there were probably, there were probably three guys and one was probably Steve Young. That's only because we didn't play San Francisco a lot. Very often. Yeah. I think in my my twelve year career, I think um, I think we played them maybe three times, and you know eventually I I, I, I caught up with him. Um, Boomer Esiason, when he was at uh, Cincinnati, was well protected. They they protected him like you 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 dream about, and it was amazing. Uh, and he was a lefty, so you know that was that that made it a little bit harder. And then um, Randall Randall Cunningham, um, he's just just slippery. I mean, you could have you could draw a bead on him, yeah, and you know, ready to just earhole him, man. And all of a sudden, this dude stepped left and he's gone. He was like the rope the road runner, man. You know, he, he was <laughs> he was literally like a road runner out there in the field that you thought you had him. Like, you know, all of a sudden he's like, beep, beep, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there, you know. Um, but other than that, you know, I it's a, it's a long, I saw a list a while back, and it was amazing some of the names on there that, you know, had gotten set. And, uh, but it, it was, uh, it was a great time. I, I had a great career. I mean, to play it the way we played it back in the day, I wouldn't change anything. I don't know if I could play nowadays because I'd probably be broke by the end of the year with all the fines that go on. But uh, <laughs> it's a different game now. Man. It really is. I don't. Yeah. I, I truly, I watch it and I shake my head sometimes. But that's that's how that's part of change, I guess. You know, I learned something early on in my career in in golf, and it's funny. Mike, you can relate to this because, you know, we go on and on and on about Tip with his rings. I know you got an 04 ring for you used to work for the Sox. Um, one of the baseball stories that I heard back growing up, you know, you're talking about the guys playing and this, that, and the other thing. And it's so much money involved now that owners can't afford for Tom Brady to get banged up or whatever. You know, I learned this early in my yeah. days. I was talking to somebody in the um, – in the Houston Astros farm system, my family used to go to spring training every year, and the guy was like, "Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta figure this field out because we can't afford to have one of these guys take a bad hop and catch one in the eye, because it's and now it's monetized. You know, it's money. It's it's you know, Tom Brady misses four games. It's how many million dollars plus whatever. You know, um, how about you, Mike? Any, uh, yeah, any even terms? even besides that, though, what's that? I was just going to say, even besides that, you know, um, just the natural, um, the natural um, evolution of the game. You know, my dad and I were talking about hoops and how much that's changed. You know, he played in, in the 70s, late 70s. He was drafted by the Lakers in 79. I played in 2000, you know, in college. I mean, 20 years ago now, and it's totally yeah. different. And it's, that's got nothing to do with, with money or fines or protecting people. It's just the game evolves, right? Um, so, and I also think for Tip, we gotta 
maybe we got to get a wily coyote stamp on his wedge now because he's chasing around <laughs> so <laughs> doubling down on that one tip what's tougher chasing randall cunningham or making a six foot putt to beat mike on 18. <laughs> man just not even beat mike just trying to keep up with mike um <laughs> you know it's it's funny it's funny how we you know we all we we talk about playing together but it's I probably between the both between the two of you guys, I probably learned more about the game of golf, and especially from a competitive standpoint of those weekly money games, and you know you matched up and you know you're grinding out there, uh, you know um, watching Mike and how he manages his game, and then you know John, I've had the luxury of not only you know you, you being a buddy, but every now and then you've seen me. Um, struggle where I was ready to take the bags off the bag and go home because it was like I couldn't hit a shot. You know, we've been that way a few times, and then all of a sudden I end up playing and I'm shooting like a 36, 37. I'm like, damn, I'm glad I didn't leave. Yeah. But you know, it's if you're playing with better, better golfers than yourself, you're gonna, it's gonna all, it's gonna always make you a better golfer, and you're, you're always gonna be seeking. Uh, that knowledge and, 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 and you're going to be looking to play better because you never want, you never want to let the people down that you're around. And, uh, and then, you know, just pride, you know, the fact that I'm a performer professional athlete, first thing people going to ask, you know, can he play, you know, or, you know, I can remember 20, 30 years ago, you know, people messing with me because I had just started playing and, you know, I was playing army golf. I was left, right, off. And, you know, and you know, and you would see people kind of give you that smuck, that little, smuck, that little look on their face, and I just wanted to like kind of just choke somebody. But I just said, you know, just keep grinding. You're gonna, you'll be all right. You're gonna learn this game. And I eventually, I, you know, got to it where you know, I, I, you know, people ask me how's your game, and I always say one word: respect, respectable. Yeah. And I have a respectable game. That uh, yeah, I think be a little bit more than that. I think. With, with, I think you can hold your own. I think you do a little bit more than respectable. But yeah. what you what you just said was a, a modest champion was a great point too. And Mike, you you can you can understand this because you play amateur events and things like that. And you know, I, you guys know I had my brief playing career where I was playing for a living and had the injuries and stuff. But there's days where with my arthritis, you know, there's two round tournaments where I struggle to finish that second round. You know, but. Like Tip said, there's a pride thing in there. I'd rather put up a 95 than a WD. You know, you grind, you finish to the end, you post that number, you know, whether it's 65 or 95, that's your number that day. Own, you know, own it. It is what it is. Like you said, it's pride, you know, there's more pride in some of the $1 bills I have up on the wall from winning the backside and all the presses, even though I shot 140 that day. You know, it's, you grind and the trash talk and, it's funny. It, 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 it's so much fun. But, um, yeah, playing with you guys, obviously, Mike is um, as tall and as skinny and just lanky and creates a ton of speed and hits it a mile. You sound like you hit it a mile because of how big you are. You hit it a good distance, but not quite as far as Mike. You know, um, me and you are about the same distance now. But, you know, Mike – is one of those guys where he will benefit sometimes from some upcharge shafts. You know, we talk about the shafts that we put them in and things like that. And, but again, also we, we shrunk your irons, right, Mike? And I don't mean to jump all over the place, but I'm kind of trying to talk stories and fitting at the same, but 
Um, didn't we shrink your irons? I think we went from you were an inch and then we went to a half, right? We went to um, three quarters of my irons, John. And um, we went actually down to, um, we, we went half an inch uh, short on the driver. Okay. Um, yep. So that was what the, what the title is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we cut them down a quarter of an inch on the irons. So to Mike and Tip, even though I think you're about the same height, aren't you guys? I think both of you are six three, six four, something like that. But their wingspan and their arms, you know, <laughs> are completely different. You know, um, so fitting them is completely different. Mike's got this tall, long swing and hits it to the moon. You know, we got to do everything we can to push that flight down. And you know, um, and one other thing, real quick too, like you said, you upgraded the driver, but you didn't the three wood. Well, I mean, that's where guys pick and choose, and that's where fitters cannot take advantage of customers, right? You know, listen, let's buy this new driver this year. You don't really need that three-wood. You don't hit it enough. Why spend another $1,000, right? Let's wait till the next generation. So that's kind of one of the things. That- listen, man, I've got a groove. I got a groove wearing in that three-wood, and I'm like, I'm trying to make myself like, um, you know, a uh, an amateur uh, Stenson. I'm trying to keep that thing until it <laughs> until it breaks. I think I love that thing. Do you have one tip? Do you have a binky, a club that's been in the bag forever? I know I do. I'll t- I'll talk about mine, but that well, it, that putter, that yeah. putter was for a long time, and uh, you know I, I I started messing around with that Phantom for like a year, year and a half, and I finally just. Not that I was struggling, but I was just looking for something else that gave me uh, a little bit more consistency with uh, the weight and the speed. Where you know, it's kind of like I had to hit it a little bit harder. Where now I just, I just move the club, man. Just, just move it, and you know, I, I, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I still got my old three wood. I still got the old. Uh, the hybrid that I got fitted from you, and uh, you know that that uh, the three wood I can every now and then it bells me out, especially when I'm bouncing them off the tee. You know I'm hitting them rocket balls off the tee, and all of a sudden I and I got to make up for it. And I we're uh, at uh, Pine Hills yesterday, uh, Saturday. Uh, I had a couple of pop ups. And uh, it was funny, uh, Stu was with us, sitting, riding with me, and uh, he was watching me, and I grabbed the three-wood, boom, put myself right back in. Right it. back in play, yeah. And he's like, man, he said, that's amazing how you, you, you hooked that ball like that, man. And I'm like, I said, yeah, I said, I, I know when I grab it, if I'm sticking with my mechanics and I'm, you know, stand behind it and don't try to do anything crazy. You know, you feel some people they get they got to swing hard, swing you know, swing fast because they're trying to make up for you know a goofy tee ball. And I just say, hey, look, just you know, take your time, stay with the mechanics, and boom, I put it right back in there. And then all of a sudden, now I'm wedged in, and you know, now I'm putting for a par. And if a bogey, I say, well, you know, that's what you deserve. You <laughs> tee it up, tee it up, tee, uh, hit the tee ball. Buddy. Tips, tips take tip tip took fifteen dollars from his son and me yesterday, uh, and and Tip and Stu did with that three wooden putter. So I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. That's a couple of those those uh, outings with you guys where Kobe's replaced me. I don't know if I've been uh, if I've been bumped from the group. Um, I, 
I, I, honestly, I'm loud. I can't play right now anyway. I feel like I ran into a wall. But we'll, we'll... You know, you told me you didn't have golf clubs, man. <laughs> I need to put some grips on some wedges so I can get playing. But, no, nah, I'm just busting chops, obviously. But um... Well, Kobe got the bug now, man. And he, Kobe, Kobe has been picking Mike's brain. And so the fact that he can get out. Anytime that I say I'm playing with, with, with Mike or Stu or you, and he's like, is there room for me? Can I get in? Like, yeah. oh, you know, come on, come on, Dad. And so the last couple of weeks, he's been like, hey, can I play with you guys? And I said, I mentioned Mike. He's, oh, man. So he chose teams Friday night before he, he, he texted me. Uh, I'm riding with Mike if you don't mind. I said, well, have fun. Have with it. But, you know, he uh, he's, you know, obviously, you know, I joke with him a lot. You know, when he was five years old, I put clubs in his hand. Awesome. And he's had a set of clubs since he was five years old. You know, it was five years old, eight years old, 12 years old, uh, turning 16, 14. I got him, you know, I got him a new a big boy set when he was going to high school, but he's had clubs in his hand. I told him, I said, man, if somebody had done that for me when I was your age, I don't know where I would be in my game now. I said, but I wanted to give you that gift that all of me and my buddies and all of us, are enjoying now as, as grown men. I said I wanted to give it to you early, and he's he's been he's he's been a benefactor of uh, of a dad that's put some golf clubs in his hands. He's got the bug bad, that's awesome. man, and he can generate some. Oh yeah, I fit him. John, have you, I he mean, was Tip was talking about gifts. Him. What did we get him? A driver last year, right? Or we get him more? I think we even got him more than. Oh, that. we got him a whole set. You fit yeah, everything. Right. We got him the whole set. I fit. Yeah, he creates yeah. some speed. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we're at the point now where I'm trying, you know, the only thing we talked about really yesterday was course management. Yes. Like we were playing, you know, one tee up at Pine Hills. So, you know, there's some short on the Nicholas right. course. There's some short par fours. There's some hazards that come into play about 260. And I'm telling them, listen, you don't have to hit yeah. a driver here. You can hit that hybrid longer than most people hit drivers. Right. Lay back to something comfortable. Yeah. You know, there's a strategy in play here. It's like it's like running a, a solid, you know, jet sweep. You know, it's like you got to execute right. and you got to be able to move yourself around the field, right? Yeah. So anybody, well, I tell people get... this all the time, anybody that's ever seen me on a range probably thinks I'm a terrible golfer. I don't have a pretty golf swing. <laughs> I don't hit it very well. You know what I mean? I slash it around, but it's golf. It's not golf shop, right? I mean, that's, it's. It your, short, your short game is stupid. What's that? Man. It's so aggravating. Your short game is stupid. <laughs> Drives me crazy the way you just get the ball in the hole, man. Every time you hit a putt, it looks like it's going in. Yep. I don't care if it's from Absolutely. five feet or forty-five feet, right, Tim? Absolutely. Every time I'm holding my <laughs> people can believe what they want to believe. I've seen, I've seen your, I've seen your best. I've seen your, you know, even your worst. I take your worst. Where you complain about it, I appreciate it. Now, it. Like I'll take. What I was going to say is you guys were talking about your binky. My binky, obviously, I was fortunate enough to get fit by Bob Vokey. Um, when you call him Mr. Vokey, he yells at you. So I was fortunate enough to get fit by Bob, and he put me in the V-grind, and I love it. And now it's it's one of those things where every time – did Mike just lose his battery? I think we just lost Mike. No, I'm here, All right. man. I got to just switch. No um, but every time, um, every time I go to get new wedges – it's it's just like order me that new grind that same one and every time they take that grind out of play I go in panic mode and order like four of them. Okay. <laughs> so um 
Yeah, my other binky, me me personally, my other binky is my 23-degree hybrid. That's why I was talking about my golf mm. game, you know, the, the, the fact of the way I hit it. Um, you know, I, I need hybrids. I need help. I got two of them. My first iron in the bag's a five iron. People laugh. You know, all this guy's a chop. Okay, let's play. You know, it, it, again, it, it's it's golf, not golf shop. So that's the best part. And it's cool that yep. you guys teach that. And, you know, the one thing that I think is struggling with a lot of the COVID kids, they don't have that group of guys that's taking them under their wing. You know, to kind of tell, you know, listen, you guys have played with me. I have music. I, we drink. We party. We have a good time, but we do it respectfully, right? We don't bother the groups other, around us. And that's the stuff that the guys like Kobe need to learn. You know, it, it, listen, there's, it, it needs to go further. You know, I'm wearing hoodies. I'm wearing stuff. I'm playing music. I'm not Johnny Golf Pro, but the COVID guys need to be taught. And it's awesome that you guys, Mike, you're kind of taking Kobe under his under your wing and things like that. It's, it's really good to see. Kobe came into it though, like coming from tip and, you know, his family, uh, you know, like he, he comes in immediately with that respect anyway. So, you know, and, and it's a matter, I think of coming in with just respect for the game and then you can learn yeah. where you, you know, can expand upon that and you learn what environment is appropriate for what. Right. Right? And yep. So, yeah, I mean, Kobe doesn't need to be taught anything. But Kobe's boys do. That's for sure. But Kobe's boys do. Yeah. You know, you know, so like that, the fact that you're you're helping Kobe and then Kobe's helping his boys, you know, it, it, it's absolutely. There's a time and a place for everything, yeah, right? There's a muni track to go crazy. There's a you know private club to be a private club, and you know, we you guys were fortunate enough with me to play Old Sandwich. You know, Old Sandwich is one of those places as as exclusive and fancy as it is. They have fun there, right? They, I mean, they they'll yeah, they'll airstrike drinks. They'll you know anything you want. It, it's it's fun, but it's respectful. It's golf first and then fun. Absolutely. So well, you know, a quick a quick story on Kobe when he was younger. You know, he I get the first thing I I told him, don't you ever come. When I used to be at Blue Hills. Don't ever come to the club without a pair of shorts or khakis, a collared shirt, and a belt. Yep. Have your golf shoes. So one day Rhonda's bringing him to the to the pool, but he says, "Can I bring my clubs? I want to hit some golf balls on the range." He was like six or seven, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah." She said, "Well, come on, let's go." He says, "Hold on, I'm looking for my my khakis and my." And she started yelling at me. He said, "Mom, you gotta wait, cause Dad said I could never come to the golf club without a collared shirt on, a pair of khakis, and a belt." And I said. She told, she called me later that day. She said, oh, my God. She said, I had the biggest fight with your son. I said, why? She said, because I was telling him to come on. He could go to the range with a T-shirt on. I said, no, he knows. He was telling you the right way, and you got to respect him. Yep. And I laughed. Man, we had a ball with that story. But it was, you know, at that young age, you know, little things like that mean a lot. And to this day, I watch him when he gets ready to, you know, go play. He makes sure he has a belt, makes sure he has a collar shirt. You know, now he's into, he got those joggers, so I got a pair of joggers and golf <laughs> pants. So he's wearing those a lot now. But I'm kind of looking at him. I say he looks good because he's such a fit kid. Yeah, that's. But uh, it's, he appreciates it. And that and that's the thing, you know. That's where this podcast kind of came from. Um, you know, my hip hop background, my fashion background, kind of not wanting to get out of golf because how do I get out of golf with friends like you guys? You know what I mean? Like, I, it's one of those. Um, there's a member at my former club that I talked to he used to be one of the best players there. And he's like, John, I hate golf. 
He's like, but all my friends play golf. So it's the only time I see my boys. So that's kind of where it comes in, you know, like the joggers and the, you know, you see me wearing hoodie and camo and, you know, I get into it. I mean, you guys have seen my shoe collection. I mean, you know, it's Tip was jealous one day and I said, what, you really want these? And he's like, yeah, they don't make them my size. I was like, I got you. I'll get them made, right? We got them made for you. So I got some connections where we can have some fun with it, but just do it the right way, right? And do it in a golf way. And, Absolutely. you know, there's it's certain things that you can wear, certain things that you can't. You know, I'm <laughs> perfect example right now. You guys cool. see me with the hair. I should, I usually have a hat on. I, my golf coach growing up, if we got caught inside with a hat on, we ran the range with our bag and our spikes on. So you don't catch me indoors with a hat on very often. So, you know, just little stuff like that. What, what hair, man? I can see his. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> this, is, this is this is short. I got a, a little. This is a um, unexpected unexpected podcast. So I gotta I gotta go see my girl V. I need a lineup. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> but all right, guys, it's been about 35, 36 minutes. Um, if I don't mean to put you guys on the spot, but Tip, you just had a great one. I have a good one about um, myself and Tip playing around golf, Mike. What, Funny story, you got any off the top of your head? Us three having, I mean, to be honest, I probably should have started with this because I got a little ahead of myself. Me and Mike couldn't be any more opposite. We are, I'm short, he's tall, he's quiet, I'm loud. I mean, when I say we couldn't be more opposite, we couldn't be more opposite. But we have a blast. So (laughs) I think your story will probably be a little bit different than my story. So what do you got? You got any for us? You gotta go. Let me think. You gotta if you got a story already teed up. I do. How about you, Tip? Do you have one? I'll go. La- I'll go last, or I'll go. If you want me to go, I have mine teed up. I'm ready to go. The one about you and I, it, 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 I, I, I briefly mentioned it, but it was that 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 day we were there. I think it was probably three years ago. We were playing, and I literally playing muscle bogey, double bogey, crisscross shots. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, we're getting to the ninth hole, and I'm like, I'm gonna take my bags and I'm gonna go home because there's no way I'm gonna play the rest of the day like this. And then I think we joined this group said we could join them because they were twosome, and then it, and we ended up they we joined at, us. I, know, I remember where we were. We were at New Bedford. We joined Kyle yeah, we were at New and Bedford another young North. kid. On the 12th tee, and we both so you said, them. I think I had like 30 yards into 12. At well, Denver. that's what happens. You said, come on, man. Come on. Stay. Don't yeah. don't quit. Don't quit. And I'm like, all right. So I nuke it off the tee, par. Second hole, I hit great shot. Somehow I made a birdie. And I, I go on to just play like, I think I shot like a 34 or 5. Something. 35, yeah. 30. yep. it, was a good, it was a good number. Because yep. I think I shot like a 50 on the front. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm not staying around it. But it was just one of those times that I said, see, that's the one. Those are the moments that that are, that, that golf yeah. uh, brings you back. You yep. know? And, and, and it was like, I knew I was capable of playing. It was just, it was just something in my head. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget that because you and I were together. And it was just a funny story. And we yep. ended up making some money off those. I, I, yeah, I don't remember if we played. I think we did. We made a little bit. I think we definitely played him on the back. Oh, yeah. You want me to go, Mike? Or are you ready? I can, I can go for sure. Um, 
Man, I've got so many, I guess, funny stories about you, John. But I know you're trying you're try to keep this one. Uh, no, I don't care. No, as long as there's no f words or whatever, I don't hide anything, guys. Listen, you know me. Listen, no, you know me. I'm an open book. I'll say anything, and I stand by everything I say. I never back down. So you don't have to hide anything. You can let it rip. No, you know, I, I don't have one particular story I can pinpoint about you specifically, John. Don't have any like real funny stories off the top of my head, but I think it's just in general that you just the way you approach things. Uh, at first, I always was a little bit caught off guard by <laughs> talking about open book. I mean, just being candid about, you know, golf swing and like when I come in for a fitting and you just I had to tell a couple. I mean, I mean, I referred a lot of folks. Oh, to yeah. Me, right. Like a lot of guys that I knew who I wanted, how I said, you know, John's the best in the business. So I'm going to send my voice to the best in the business. And I said, just, just know what you're in for. And I would prep them a little bit yeah. for your approach. Not right? be a different. So I don't have, like, I, no, yes. you don't. And you know what, but like all my guys that I sent to you appreciated the introduction, just like I appreciated it from Andre and it's turned into a friendship. But I think for me, it's less about like funny stories, but, um, you know, memories and you talk about like what golf is about, right? And it's it's forming those relationships. Yeah. And then I came I, I met Tip at a, a charity event and we were in the same group and just kinda hit it off. And now I consider him one of my closest friends, like a big brother, right? I mean golf is like that's what it's all about. And when I think about stories about the three of us, that day at Old Sandwich was just I, I'll, I'll I'll remember that for a long time because I'm a big golf and I that's why I thought of you. Yeah, yeah, and like golf, you know, golf architecture courses, and just to go and have a special experience like that with two guys like you and two friends, and 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 our host was fantastic. I mean, the place was awesome, and I'll never forget it. So, but you know, something like that is it's not funny. No, right, yeah, it's a, probably a little more sentimental, but you know, that's that's something that I'll always always remember from the three of us for sure. It was a special time. I have a pretty good feeling this isn't going to be the only time that we're going to be on this podcast together. So I, I'm sure we'll have some time to tell some other stories. Uh, my story actually doesn't include you, Mike, but it kind of gives an idea of kind of the golf business and how me and Tippett met. Um, so I was working at Spring Valley where he was a member and our golf pro there was not a huge fan of staff playing golf. You know, he kind of wanted you to work and leave the members alone. And I was fine with that, whatever. Tip comes after one afternoon, it's five o'clock. I'm getting ready to close the shop up. He's like, I'm going to play nine. Who, who, who's coming? I'm like, I'll go. You know, we kind of hit it off. We started playing more and started playing more. So the story that I have about Tip, it kind of goes back to the never giving up thing. Um, we were playing. It was me, you, Ryan Clancy, and I don't remember who the fourth was. But Clancy and the fourth was were drilling us. We were getting killed. I go on birdie 15. I birdie 16. Tippett's got a shot on 17. Makes birdie net eagle. And as the putt is rolling to the hole, he looks at me and starts singing Drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. So he starts ripping Drake. We all just start dying laughing. We're, we're rocking out. Me and Tip go to 18. I think one of us birdied 18 and we won 18. And it's one of those stories that we just laugh about all the time. And when I'm sitting here, and honestly, I'm not going to lie, it came from Swing Juice. The company Swing Juice is where this, not where the idea came from, but where it went running. You know, I saw a T-shirt that they had with hip-hop um, with headphones, and I used to DJ in college, and I'm like, you know what? That's probably going to be pretty fun, right? So it's, it, it ties it all in that the first, one of the funniest stories that I have with Tip 
is him draining some. And again, you guys were talking about me when I thought everything looks like it's going in. Don't sleep on Tip. He's got some great hand. He's sneaky good putter, but when he just started ripping into the Drake verse, we all started just dying. Oh, man, I forgot all about that. He give you the, he's got a celebration dance on. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think he has that. Yet. I think that was just. I think it was just the song. I think the celebration was the banging, not like the the fist bumping as we were coming back. <laughs> All right, guys. That's anything else you guys want to touch on before we go? Or are you good? Or I'm good. I have nothing but time. I appreciate you guys taking the time out on Sunday night to come out and uh, chat and hang out. I think everybody's gonna have fun. I think it went well. I just hope the sound comes out good. Oh, I'm I'm good. Hey, I appreciate you inviting us on all at the same time. It's a lot of fun. I mean, two guys that I respect a lot, and I I I love golf. I mean, and I don't know who else I'd want to play with. You know, Harvey Pennant put it perfectly in his little red book. You know, you could know somebody for thirty years and play golf with somebody, and you know everything about that person after the first round of golf. And golf tells you who you want to be around with and who, who, you know, it opens up so many doors. And I think the fact that, you know, it brought me to, to you both, to, to both of you guys, uh, it's amazing. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. So I was glad, I'm glad to be on this. Uh, I, I'm sure, as you said, we're probably going to come back on again because we're going to, we're going to watch and wait and see. And then we're going to be calling you, yo, John, we, we, we want to come back on, man. Matter of fact, why don't we do it from a golf course or something? That's awesome. I, yeah, I have, a, Thank you. I have a feeling there's going to be some rounds of golf where we get some recording done. And uh, I told um, – I was joking with Liam. I was like, maybe we can finally get Tippett to actually join us at the tailgate this year for the Bills game. But <laughs> now that we got the Riverside app, I think he'll, be, he'll probably join us from his desk with his feet up, staying away, staying out of the – Absolutely. Out of the public. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, anything – Out of the cold. Um. Yeah, I mean, how do I follow? How do I follow Tip? You know, just like with the intro, I don't know how to follow it. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would echo everything Andre said. I think I said it before. Um, you know, that's what makes that's what makes a game special is is um, not the numbers you score. You you forget about the rounds, and people will always forget about whether it was a ninety-five or a sixty-five, John. But um, you know, none of us are going to be making a ton of money in this game, but. Nope. It's about this sort of thing. So, um, you know, developing relationships, learning things about yourself, learning things about others. Um, you know, this. It's, I, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Um, and uh, it's been great talking to you guys. Love thank it. you, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much. I know you guys are busy, and I know it's tough to kind of get things together and 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 time. You know, take the time out to talk to me tonight. So I. It was awesome. Um, I think. I think we had some fun, and I think some people are going to have some fun listening to the stories. Tip, thanks for talking football for a little while. Like I said, I try not to. I know it's you're a golfer now, so we talk golf. But you guys are tuning in That's to hear right. some we'll we'll, 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 we'll talk a little bit more football. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be – I'll just listen in. <laughs> All right, guys, until we see you next time, uh, we're getting ready to go in the golf season, so good luck. Um, any big tournaments coming up for either of you? Um, I, got, I got the Mass uh, 4 ball coming up. Um, Hyannisport. Oh, yeah, Love Hyannisport. Um, 
couple weeks out. Of yeah, I got a good good buddy of mine, good player, Kyle Alexander out of Worcester. We're gonna go down there and make a good run at it, I think. So looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, I got a couple of member guests things that are coming up. You know, the Luke Ash boys always invite me to the thing. Yep. That, uh, so that I just got invited to a big three day uh three day yeah, it's a three day tournament. So I don't normally play those, but with those guys I, I, I look forward to playing with. Yeah, that's, I, we had a huge one at my old club. It was seven days, and I would have loved to play with Tip, but unfortunately, it's the same um, same weekend as the Hall of Fame every year. So I was never able to even invite yeah. you. Um, that's I was the pro for the first five years that I was a member there, so I couldn't play it. But the last few, when I got my amateur status back, would have been cool. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely get in some member guests and have some fun. But I'm looking forward to Absolutely. it. Don't worry, I'll get the, I'll get some clubs ready, Mike. Don't worry, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> good, you got it. Pull that set together. We'll play Worcester. Sounds good. I love one of my fa- another one of my favorites. Home of the first Ryder Cup. For those that don't know, Worcester Country Club. Don't sleep on it. It's a great one. Um, all right, guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks again, and it was awesome. Good night. I appreciate it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, Jim. thanks, man. All right, man.